always where the heart ought to be. But nowadays, too many of us are missing the human connection and emotional satisfaction of a rewarding home life. Designer Rosanna Bowles wants to change that. In her book, Coming Home, she shares a year-round plan for establishing traditions and in the process, making memories that will restore home to its central place in your family's life. And she groups the seasons by moods with spring awakening, summer's vibrancy, fall's bittersweet transition, and winter's introspection. And she's created an entire year's worth of calendar of activities and rituals and celebrations for each season. And because the table is where the family and friends most often come together, Rosanna provides more than 50 favorite recipes, too. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Rosanna. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you, Amy. Thank you. Well, you know, if I had to pick a favorite holiday, well, first of all, I wouldn't want to pick because I love them all, but I love Halloween. Something is... Everybody loves Halloween. Yeah, it's so magical. It really is. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot to make a kid excited about Halloween, but to make it really memorable for the kids, what do you suggest? Well, I think, you know, the repetition of of traditions and rituals, that's what kids remember. So whether it be carving pumpkins every year at the same time and roasting the pumpkin seeds and, you know, eating them, decorating the house with your, you know, your family's uh, Halloween decorations. Every family has a different style, you know, of Halloween decorations. And picking out the costumes, you know, which is really always a yearly thing and, and kind of stressful for certain moms. <laughs> <laughs> but can be done very easily, you know, with your own wardrobe or through vintage finds. So all of those things, again, it's repeating, repeating, repeating. And that's what kids remember. Well, you know, I, I love the two words, ritual and tradition. It's so true because then that's what they say, too. Remember every year when we, you know, yep, I mean, it's, exactly. it's true. That ritual and repetition and tradition is so important. Well, you know, in the book, it's so beautifully photographed. Lots of inspiring images for us to think about as we celebrate ritual and tradition with our families. But I was noticing your Day of the Dead collection in, in some of the images, and I love that for the Halloween decorations. I love it, too, because it's um, not only something for the kids, which is all educational, which you can learn about another culture, you can learn, you know, about... Uh, another tradition, another uh, country, but also it's something that adults love, and they're just so whimsical and fun and beautifully made, and that's what we collect in my family, and I talk about in the book how each family should have their own their own style and their own look. So whether it's you like things that are scary and creepy or you like kind of Americana country or you like Day of the Dead, which we do. We're kind of a more international family. Um, my kids, you know, have, since my oldest daughter, 23, we have been collecting Day of the Dead since she was a toddler. So there's a long history. And every time we open up the de- decorations, they all say, oh, Mom, do you remember when we bought this? Oh, I yeah. love this one. And, again, it's what you were speaking to earlier about the tradition and the memories and the connection to the family that the kids establish with this kind of decoration. And, and you know what else? Obviously, tradition and ritual and, and partying and holidays include friends as well. And somehow when you have something that your family's known for, in the case of your family collecting the Day of the Dead stuff, your friends look forward to seeing it every year. And it's a great way for people to know what to get 
for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if they see a little Day of the Dead item, they're apt to pick it up and, and, and bring it to you as a hostess gift or whatever. But I think that collections that families are known for are, are a lot of fun for more than just the family. Oh, yes. It, it, it appeals to all generations. Definitely. Well, you know, of course, there is no Halloween without a jack-o'-lantern, and, and there's a lot of tradition and ritual around that. If you're near a pumpkin patch, you can go and pick your own. But you've got some really good tips to tar- carving a pumpkin and picking just the right pumpkin. Yes. Um, you know, I think traditionally everybody thinks, you know, the pumpkin has to be this perfect orb, you know, perfectly shaped Actually, that's not the case. You want to get a pumpkin that sometimes has some character to it, some little, you know, funny little dibs or something, so it's a little bit organic looking. It doesn't look perfect because when you go to carve the pumpkin, it will give the pumpkin personality. It will give it, like, facial features that are just amazing and make the pumpkin something that is, you know, distinctly yours. I love turning pumpkins on their side and using the stem for a nose. Yes. I yes, just think that's, that's so fun. <laughs> really fun and also easy access to you can cut off the bottom and put the pillar candle in instead of, you know, how many of us have burned our hands trying to light pumpkins yes. by reaching inside. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you know, the kids get so excited for Halloween. They're choosing their costumes. They know they're going out to get all their candy and it's such a fun and spooky special night. But I know as a grown up and a lot of grown-ups join me on this. It's it's truly a fun holiday for adults too. What what ideas do you have for really making it oh, special for the grown-ups? I love celebrating as an adult. Um, I think first of all, you know, start with your table setting. Um, it's so much fun. You can use you know black is very in right now as a color in fashion and home decor. So you can use black candlesticks, black plates. You could do kind of gothic black. Um, um, candlesticks or uh, cake plates, um, black candles, um, even mm-hmm. skulls are very, very popular now. So within what you have in your own home, you could probably put something together and then just add a few decor items that make it more spooky, or you could make it very gothic, you know, which is very popular right now. So um, blacks and all the colors of um, the fall, like the burnt oranges and oh, the olive greens. Um, then you start with the food and, and lots of candlelight, lots and lots of candlelight. And good dripping candles if you can make them drip. This is the one yeah, time we want dripping. them to drip. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Just, you know, candlelight's kind of spooky or romantic either way, so it just depends on how you set the table. Well, you know, Rosanna, you mentioned... Uh, Picking out beautiful tableware, and obviously your dishware that you design has been featured in the New York Times, O Magazine, Real Simple. And so let's say we choose black dishes. You would probably have inspiration for us to use them in other times of year and make them look equally fresh, not just Halloween. Absolutely. Well, as I said before, black is, you know, the same as in fashion as it is in for the home. I always say, you know, dress your table as you would dress yourself. So, for example, black is a staple in every woman's wardrobe, and it should be the same in the home. Black is elegant. It's timeless. You could use it for um, a New Year's Eve celebration, a soiree with friends, uh, an elegant dinner party. It is not something that is relegated only to Halloween. Right. It is an elegant, it, you know, think about black patent leather. That's what dishes look like when they're, when they're glazed. They're shiny. They're, they reflect light. They're beautiful. So, um, in fact, we have black candlesticks and beautiful black cake stands in our line that sell year-round. 
Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, gosh, I could see a black cake stand being adorable. What do you take your inspiration from when you're designing new dishes, new dishware? Well, all over. You know, I I get inspired from art. I get inspired from history. I, I look and see what's kind of happening in the country, what we're yearning for right now, um, how people are living um, as we see, you know, changes in diet, changes in popular foods, changes in the way we eat. Um, we don't sit down to formal dinners anymore. Things are a lot more eclectic mm-hmm. and a lot more, um, you know, a little bit more global. So there's a more influence, a more global influence in table design. And then also people can do their own thing. I mean, there are no rules anymore. It's not like it used to be in the old days where you had two sets of dishes, a good set, you know, of china, and yes. a good set of every day. It's not that one. It's mix and match and do your thing. Yeah, and that makes it so fun and so personal. Well, all I know is, boy, would I love to have that be my job, where if I was trying to decide what kind of a table to put together, I could just go design the tableware. Well, we're going to put all of your information on amystable.com, but you got to check out the book. It is called Coming Home, A Seasonal Guide to Creating Family Traditions by Rosanna Bowles, and we'll put Rosanna's website information so you can see all of her beautiful tabletop pieces and Thank you so much for all these great Halloween ideas. It's going to be a a fun one again this year. Thank you so much, Amy. Happy Halloween. You're listening to Amy's Table. It's Amy's Table. A girl's guide to living. With Amy Tobin on Q102.